0: not saying like at the same time, but like when my feet are cold, I put on slippers to other people just put on socks to people like love slippers. Like I'm obsessed with wearing slippers. Obviously we're like transitioning into a new season, but man, I love a slipper and I like to refresh them every year because I literally wear them out. And then with the robe thing, I understand that Chrissy Teigen has made robes cool, but she, like, wears them all the time just for comfort. Like, I wear a robe when I'm getting ready. Like, I get out of the shower, dry myself off, put on a robe to get ready, and then change into my clothes. And I remember, like, talking to one friend about that once, and they were like, you wear a robe? (laughs) And I was like, nobody else wears robes? So do you wear a robe or am I just an old lady or, or am I just smart? I think it's smart. I don't want to, the thing is like sometimes after I shower, I'm still like hot or whatever. And I don't want to put my clothes on and like while I'm getting ready and I have a thing with hair, so I don't want my hair on my clothes. It's just the whole thing. So I'd rather transition after the getting ready into the clothing stuff. So hopefully I'm not alone. I also, when I was growing up, I'm just throwing a couple of things. Welcome back to false expectations, by the way. Uh, I'm just throwing around some just like random crap that's been sitting in my head. Remember sitcoms? when we were growing up, had like beginnings and it was a song and then they showed all the characters and they did like, it was like from a scene in the show and they did like a turn or whatever. And then they like showed their face and, um, not their face, their name. So you knew like what their real name was. I'm specifically thinking about Full House where like Candice, Beret, Burr, Beret, I think, uh, is, like, at her computer typing, and then, like, she looks at the camera, and then it shows you her name, so when that all was happening while I was growing up, like, I would always imagine what would my family's, um, like, sitcom beginning be, and I always imagined my mom, uh, holding a pair of car keys cuz i remember she would drop me off at different friends' houses and she would be talking to their parents and then she would like be holding her keys and then she would like turn to say goodbye to me and i just imagine that as the sitcom beginning but now as a grown up do you ever think there's like a song that's just representing your life like obviously for 2020 all of our songs was like it's the end of the world as we know it but Every time I'm about to record with you guys, I <laughs> there's just like a song for the week that had been just my mantra. So I was going to break into Started From The Bottom, Now We're Here by Drake, but then I was like, all I know from that song is Started From The Bottom, Now We're Here, Started From The Bottom, Now The Whole Things, then I go blank. Does anybody know those words or am I just not, like, the right age to know those words or am I just behind on the times? But I don't know the rest of the words. Also, some I think that's, like, my mantra sometimes and then sometimes I'm like, wait, I'm still at the bottom. Not saying I'm, like, you know, in a shitty place, but, like, I don't know if I'm at the here yet where, like, he feels like he's at the here. And then another mantra of mine that, like, gets me through, like, downtimes is that Cardi B, um, I think it's, is it Bodak Yellow? Bodak Yellow? Uh, where she's like, that little bitch, you can F with me if you wanted to. And I know more of the words, but I'm not gonna embarrass myself more than I just did. Uh... But that, like, doesn't represent my life, but it's totally a song that I just make so loud when I'm just, like, raging a little bit. And then I was like, oh, Dina, it's a podcast, not a singing competition. You don't have to open up with a song. So then I didn't. But I just have them, like, in my head. Like, there's a couple more I'm not gonna say, but... Throughout the podcast, sometimes I picture that Brandy song, have you ever, like in the beginning goes, goes, you should Google it. I'm not going to go, but I say a lot in the pod, like when I'm talking to you guys, have you ever, bleh? and it makes me think of Brandy a lot. And Brandy was like my thing growing up. And so I just thought that was funny. But anyway. Like I said, welcome back to False Expectations. Thank you all for your patience as I took some time uh, to celebrate my son's remission after three plus years of his cancer journey. And while I rethought the right direction for this pod, uh, I'm trying to rearrange the way I put out this content so it's more consumable. Um, so it might be a little bit shorter moving forward. For those who don't know, there are now 2 million podcasts that all podcasters are competing with. Um, and listening is so different now. You know, people used to listen to music, podcasts, audiobooks on their commutes, and now many people don't have commutes, so listenership is down and... I know people feel bombarded by, not bombarded, but they just feel like they have less and less time because um, we're home now and we're just with our families more. So there's not as much alone time. So why not make the pod shorter so that you have time to consume it? And I don't know, maybe you have 30 minutes or so to listen to me yammer on about stuff. So why was I away for four weeks? I will quickly give you a why. Um, What happened was I went down to Florida and thought two things. One is I was going to put out some banger podcast episodes. I even thought that I was going to on the drive down to Florida, which I do not recommend anybody doing a long car ride with their family. Road trips are awesome. Long car rides are especially horrific and nothing as you expect them to be. But I truly thought that I was going to like whip out my laptop and my mic I had a whole episode prepared and was going to do one from the car to give you guys just this like authentic, raw, how do the three of us, um, exist together during hard times and like an hour into the car ride, I was like, I'd rather be anywhere but here and I can't subject this, this Dina, this type of Dina to anybody. So that didn't happen. Then I thought also, because I'm in the middle of writing a book, that I was going to bang this book out in the three weeks I was down there. Newsflash. Neither of those things happened. Instead, I felt down, down. Like, I struggle a lot with, like, living in the moment and was pumped for this trip. And, um... I just played it up more than it ended up being in the way that, you know, we were just simply transporting ourselves from New Jersey to Florida and living the same life. Uh, There was still school and work that had to go on for my son and my husband, but I just was like down. I was more down than I thought I was going to be. And a friend of mine recently was like, maybe... It was the first time that you let yourself feel. And I was like, oh my God, it's the craziest thing. Is that something that you guys do when you're faced with something traumatic? Like you feel the traumatic thing and then you have to get through it. So you, like, trek forward instead of, like, really feeling it. And I think that's what I did. Like, I had um, really traumatic news about my son and obviously cried about it and obviously felt. But was like, all right, how do we get through this? Um, And then there's job loss and then there's COVID. And it's like, all of them are shitty, but we got to get through this. Like, we got to live. How how are you going to live through this? And so maybe once I got down to Florida, my subconscious was like, whoa, this is a lot. I kind of felt paralyzed. Um, and so I needed to take a break. I didn't feel creative, which was really sad. Um, maybe it's because I was surrounded by alligators. I don't know, but nonetheless, I am back and decided that this is what I wanted to dive into today with you guys, which is words having meaning. And so in a world where we are in constant text mode, like I have an obsession with my phone that's really unhealthy and I mean it's just it is that and I don't think I'll ever get better at it. I mean, you know, I can separate myself from it and put it in another room, but I just um do have a thing with my phone. And so because of that, and I'm not the only person, Uh, do we ever think about our words? And lately I've been thinking about words often, what they mean, how we use them, caring about them, thinking through them. Uh, And a funny thing that I'll touch on before I get a little bit deeper is, you know, Dunkin' Donuts is, now it's just Dunkin', but like Obviously, they dropped the G, and there's an apostrophe there, and if it's not called an apostrophe, like, I don't know, don't listen to me anymore, because I don't know the right terminology for everything, but we drop, we're being a little bit more chill, so we dropped the G, and we have an apostrophe there. Like, who decided that? And I understand that dunking donuts sounds ridiculous, Uh, and so I get dropping the G, but why the apostrophe? And why are we just all fine with it? And should it, or maybe something that I just thought about, should it be Duncan? Like if you're writing chilling, oh, what are you doing? Just chilling. Is it C-H-I-L-L-E-N? C-H-I-L-L-I-N apostrophe? Uh, does that just mean slang? Who decided that? Why? Like, Why? I just want to know why. And I think it's so, like, funny. I thought about it for a good two days that it's just Duncan and jumping with apostrophe. And we're just all like, yep, yeah, that's how it is. It's so bizarre. Like, ever I get it, you know, as we grow up and we learn about spelling and grammar. Like, we're just taught these rules and we just move along with them. But, like, who decides that? Because I also clearly remember that when we, you used to uh, type an email or something after the period, two spaces. And then my recent job, I was writing or like editing an article or writing an email or something for the company. And our editor was like, oh, no, like you got to stop with the two spaces at the period. I was like, who decided that? Who makes up these rules? And if you really think about them, they're kind of funny but let me get back to words. And I get it. I, I have a lot of downtime, so I have a lot of time to think about weird-ass shit uh, and really just dive into it. But hey, that is why I'm here to share what I my knowledge is and my thought with you guys. So for in, let's take three words that really They don't rub me the wrong way, but they provoke a lot of thought. Fine, great, good. I personally have done some polling across like friends, family. A lot of people think these are all the same. But have you ever received a text with either of these words as the response? And I can only assume you're screaming, at your listening device? Yes, of course you have. They're so different. If I texted someone, how are you feeling today? Don't you think if they said, fine, verse great, verse good, they all mean different things? Sometimes I even think they mean, fuck you, or like, I'm too busy. So like, if you're texting somebody, think about this. If you're texting somebody, how are, like, how are you feeling? How are you? And they say, fine. And then if you're on the phone with somebody, which I know is like few and far between these days, uh, and they just say, fine. Are you done with that? Or do you assume that fine means, eh, I've been better. Fine means I got to dig in more. If you ask somebody, how does this top look? And they say, fine. Doesn't that, not mean good. I think that fine isn't fine. And sure, this can all be an episode around me thinking that one word isn't a valid enough word because you know that I have very strong opinions about random shit. But truly, words mean something, right? Otherwise, why have any words? (laughs) Like, why... Do we not put enough thought into what we're saying? We text so quickly. We respond to email so quickly without a thought. I'm trigger happy. I remember um, at one of my first jobs, my boss was like, um, you're not a better employee because you respond to an email in a minute. It's okay to take a second. And I always was like, oh my God, I can't, I have to have zero in my inbox. You know, like I got to just get back to people and I'm not thinking about what I'm saying. And it's just like a horrible trait. And and I'm not saying that there's not a time and a place for like quick, 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 quick chatter, but I think that I would encourage us all to look into this a little bit more and think a little bit harder. Uh, maybe it'll help finesse I don't know, the way that our conversations um, happen, like they'll be a little bit more interesting or our relationships will be a little bit healthier. Or is it simply like I was mentioning before about texting? Is it simply just like the new way that we communicate, right? That we're texting. Has texting made us devoid of feeling or emotion or understanding and what does that mean for us? What does that mean for the next generation? In a time where I think empathy is so severely lacking, not thinking through our thoughts and our using our words, how are we gonna, and generations to come, gonna react or even feel about how we treat words? Like, are we not even, you know, something that, there's this uh, publication called The Week, and they make a junior version. And my sons came yesterday, and a poll that they took for these, the audience that reads this, the kids, was like, do memes add value to either the world or the society? And like, I think the percentage was really close, but the yes was, uh, it was more yes than no, maybe like 60, 40. And that makes me feel even more sad that words are going to like start meaning less as, uh, we age. Recently, I heard an interview with Will Smith that as I was prepping this, I thought it was so interesting in that interview, he was talking about calling each other names. I assume all of us have had an argument or two with people that we love or care about. And I can only assume the majority of us do not fight or argue fairly. And I can get into relationships in another episode because it's... um a huge interest of mine, but fighting fair basically means that you're listening to the other person who you presumably care about and you're trying to solve whatever the issue is together. Fighting not fairly is you're just trying to one-up each other. And that means that's it's not the healthiest way to communicate because you're not really getting to the bottom Of whatever the issue is, and moving on together as partners should. Uh, And so something that I took from this interview was that calling each other names is something that you should not do ever in your partnership. Because once you call someone a name, it's addicting. And you'll keep saying it without meaning, not knowing it means something to someone else. So think about if you're fighting with a partner or a friend or a family member and somebody's like, well, you're a fucking asshole. <sighs> First of all, we've all done that. So like, don't say that you haven't done that. And if you haven't done that, you are somebody I would love to meet and learn from because that's amazing but it's also so mean. (laughs) And so the person receiving that definitely feels hurt. And the person who said it probably feels like so much adrenaline. And so if that happens once and it's not corrected, it could continue to happen and just be a horrible habit. And it's not being thought through. And you're not thinking about what you're actually trying to resolve in that moment. Instead, you're making somebody else feel shitty. And it's not necessarily someone's fault for how you feel when they say a word, especially if it's not their intent, but it's a further proof that the words we use have meaning. Like, I don't know, imagine an author of anything that you read or watch, like a book, a column in a newspaper, a blog, a magazine article, a script. Imagine that person not really taking the time to think about what they're saying to their audience. And I get it like that's their job, right? They're getting paid to take the time. Uh, but we would potentially be appalled at what we're reading or watching or listening to. right? Like, I don't know. I just think it's a it's a it's something that's happening from the way that we communicate with each other, that's just not being paid enough attention. And I personally think because of that, it, it creates like a domino effect for other things. Like conversations are lacking, relationships are lacking, uh, growth is lacking, because we're just not thinking through. For instance, I say something sucks a lot or that sucks or that outfit sucks or, and I'm just like, no, it doesn't. Stop and think. Maybe like you don't need to speak. Maybe just be silent. (laughs) That's another thing is like, we're not silent enough. Uh, I was talking to a friend recently and all of this sort of like caring about words and words have meaning. Um, sort of rolls into what I've been saying a little bit, which is communication. And I think something that's really lacking, or not that's lacking, but that's a huge weakness in our, I don't know, overall society is communication in that we're scared of communication. We're scared of uh, being transparent. And I'm not saying that you need to be an open book because that might not necessarily be... uh, your thing and that's fine. But, uh, we're scared of stepping on each other's toes. We're scared of asking for help. We're scared of asking people what they need in order for us to help them. And because of that, that could stunt relationships, friendships, conversations in general. creates a lot of silence. It creates a lot of um, I don't know, just not being able to just be yourself and feel comfortable. And I say, that, I know that I, I use this word a lot, but like growth and you always want your relationships to grow and you want to hone how you're helping people that you like and care about, um, a little bit more. And so, I don't know. I just thought that it would be a little bit of a thing to, uh, put into, your ears and maybe make you guys think about it a little bit more. And I don't know. I encourage us all to take just a longer look at how we're communicating with each other, what words we're choosing, when we're chatting, and maybe it will help. Who knows? It's just uh, a thought for me. So anyway, that's all I have to say about that for now. I will go into conversations about friendship and communication and all that shit that fills my brain later on. But thank you guys for sticking around. After all these weeks away, I hope you enjoyed hearing me again. Keep on listening, following, subscribing, liking. Shoot me a note on your thoughts. Add a comment to my Insta. Write a review. Rate the pod on Apple. Follow me on Insta at D-G-E-R-M-A-D-N-I-G and the pod at false expectations pod. And I look forward to chatting with you guys again.